This is the Attention Collection Podcast, a show dedicated to the art of paying attention, to the idea that awareness is ever-expanding, and to the core belief that everyone is capable of living a life worth noticing. I'm Anthony Garcia. Every year, around 600,000 people make their way to Concord, Massachusetts to take a walk, to go swimming, or to climb into a boat and ride upon famous waters. The Walden State Reservation is just as much a place of pilgrimage as it is a tourist destination, and people from all over the world come to take it all in, to experience firsthand what they've heard and read so much about. But why? Edward O. Wilson, biologist and world's leading expert on ants, no joke, has an opinion. He says, Walden does not stand out in appearance from the hundreds of other small lakes and fringing woodlands that grace the New England countryside. While beautiful and interesting in its own right, it lacks the drama of the White Mountains or the Maine Wilderness and the plants and animals encountered there are but a modest slice of larger Massachusetts biota. No matter, the greatness of this place does not depend on any physical singularity. It arises from the mind of one man. So who is the man that put this patch of land on the map, so to speak? and whose book on his experience there has been published in almost every modern language. You probably read Walden in high school. I didn't, but then again, I don't know that I read any real books in high school, no matter. That man, of course, is Henry David Thoreau, writer, philosopher, poet. And as Thoreau entered his 30s in the 1800s, he longed for a change. And so at the encouragement of a friend, he decided to radically simplify his life. He built a tiny cabin in the woods next to an overgrown pond with the intention of thinking clearly and capturing his thoughts on paper. Basically, he decided to try minimalism before it was cool. And in his own words, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. He went on to say, I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. And that's exactly what he did. His insight, his deep connection to nature, and as a result to his own humanity, has inspired people ever since. He only lived in that cabin in the woods for two years. But in that time, the mindful attention of one man turned an otherwise unremarkable patch of land and water into a popular tourist destination, a historical landmark, and a model for conservation the world over. And you may be thinking to yourself, that's beautiful, 
And I'm sure I would have had a similar experience if I had the time and the resources to unplug from society, leave my responsibility behind, and disappear into a log cabin in the woods. But we don't live in that world anymore. And honestly, that's a fair critique. Much has changed since 1845. The world is moving at a completely different pace. You know, we have relationships and obligations. But apparently, even in the 1800s, the world was a noisy place, filled with distractions and people longing to find fulfillment. The truth is, even Thoreau didn't disappear from the real world. He wasn't far from town. His nearest neighbor was only a mile away. And he was a couple of miles from his family the entire time. And even before the advent of social media, it's not as if he was unplugged. He said this, Every day or two, I strolled to the village to hear some of the gossip which is incessantly going on there, circulating either from mouth to mouth or from newspaper to newspaper, and which, taken in homeopathic doses, was really as refreshing in its way as the rustle of leaves and the peeping of frogs. I just think that's hilarious. We don't have to go off the grid to truly take in the beauty of our environment. And I mean that in every sense of the word. This is not simply a call to go back to nature, though I think we're missing out if we don't do that. Nature has always been a source of hope and inspiration to humanity. But sadly, it seems we're developing more and more technologies to distance ourselves from the amazing place we call home. You know, this distance allows us to take the planet for granted, which is why highly intelligent people are right now trying to figure out how we might one day relocate to the moon or Mars in order to survive as a species. That should be a movie starring Matt Damon. Unfortunately, that's real life, but that's a topic for another day. What I'm attempting to do is to make another point as well. Your life is Walden Woods. Think about it. On the surface, at times it may appear unremarkable, but your life is an expansive forest teeming with lovely little quirks and mysteries. And at the center is an exceptionally deep life source from which to draw for others and for yourself. So we can follow Thoreau's lead, but it's important to note that this whole experience he embarked on was inspired by others, his friends, his colleagues, and even strangers. Thoreau was notably inspired by Zilpa White, a woman who was once enslaved in this country. She was single and she was making a life for herself in this one-room house on land that bordered Walden Road. The truth is there are people in the busy world around us who have found a path to true and rich experience. We can look to them and we can choose to live in such a way that others may look to us as well. In the words of Thoreau himself, 
Live in each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the earth. Resign yourself to the influence of nature, to the influence of culture, to the influence of others around you, and you don't have to absorb it all, and you don't have to stay in one place the whole time. As I mentioned, Thoreau's experiment only lasted two years, two months, and two days, and then he packed up, he moved out, and he went on to his next experience. But what if you just planted roots where you are right now, and tried an experiment of leaning in to the life around you, leaning into the relationships around you, to the task at hand before you, and see that the forest of experience that everybody else seems to be passing by, the pond that no one ever sat and wrote about, is accessible to you at all times. Walden Woods, the Conservation Society, the people who have given their money and their time to preserve that patch of land and other patches of land around the world from the inspiration of that very site. These have paved the way for others to answer the same call. So yes, literally, get into nature. Unplug from technology and stumble into the woods sometime. I think it's good for the soul. But also, take a walk through the woods that is your everyday existence, your experience. The wood was lovely because it was loved. It was notable because it was noticed. Anyone else had the opportunity that Thoreau had. But only Thoreau took it. So what will you do with the opportunity that you now have in front of you at all times? Because at any point in our lives, we all have the ability to see that life is worth noticing. It's worth loving. It's worth leaning into. It's all in the art of paying attention. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to share it with others. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and listen, there's a number in the show notes. I would love to hear your attention story. What are you paying attention to? How has your experience changed since you started leaning in? I hope to hear from you soon. Either way, you'll hear from me next week.